Hey, this is Alana from the Holland Project in Reno, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest. This is uh, Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, a.k.a. The Plug, a.k.a. Track Boppy. How's it going, Sean? <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a great, cold Saturday morning baby, here. Baby, come back. <laughs> Good old winter's back, you know? Like you said the last episode or episode before that, like yeah. Who Cares said. You know, winter like, came back. Winter came back. Yep, and uh, I did not want to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, so cold this morning when I woke up. Snow on the ground. Oh, there was snow down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you didn't get snow. Out I there? didn't get snow in Little East Parks. Yeah, we had snow last mm-hmm. night. So, so uh, no, that's, yeah, that's good. No snow for us over there, but yeah, like it's cold, but we're getting out of it. This is probably the tail end. You know, probably by the end of the month we'll be hunky dory. And uh, March is my favorite month, so I'm in a good mood, which I will get to. That will, That's a spoiler for something we will talk ooh. about later. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, spring break's coming up. I'm super excited about that. Two whole mm. weeks off. Two weeks? Two weeks. And we're kicking off to, uh, we're going to see the Warriors play next Saturday, the Bucks. I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. Little, we'll probably take a little trip. Little Richardson fam, yeah. fam bam outing. It's going to be good times. So I'm excited. You know. Papa Richardson, if you want to sponsor a ticket, holla at your boy. <laughs> you know, I got a new house. Funds are low. You know, you've, you've been in my position before. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is the first one time we've done one with just us since New Year's. It's been a, it's been a little bit. So it's been, yeah, uh-huh. uh, two, two whole months. Yeah, giving you guys a bunch of, you know, guests that you guys need and deserve. Exactly. Because you guys need to know what's happening in the community. Salutes to all of our guests we've had. What? Mm-hmm. Ed, Ed, uh, Edward Coleman, Jessica Van. Mm-hmm. Reno, uh, the Rap Dads. The Rap Dads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Jessica, Wall Street. Jessica Van. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel so, like we're missing one. Oh, well. Who was before Rap Dads? I can't remember that back that far. I don't know. It's too busy. Too much going on. A lot going on in Just life. through the vines. Swinging through the vines, but like, you know, new year, you got to start off the year running. There's like a couple of projects that are going to come out later this year that I'm doing collabs with. You know, your boy's trying to get a book out by summertime. Um, You know, there's a zine with a bunch of photographers we're trying to start up, a quarterly zine. So it's just a lot of organizing, a lot of things behind the scenes to make, uh, you know, this summer probably be really good for a lot of awesome things for you guys. I can't wait for summer. Hopefully there's just not. You know, the fucking West Coast burning down. It's all, how much work it burn? It's not summer. It's just smoke season. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's just hot. I don't want that smoke. No, not that kind of smoke. <laughs> you know? We want that metaphorical one. You know, where you can still breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just tough because it's, it's just like the, how I was talking to people. It's like, yeah, the last five seasons, like the last five summers have been all smoky. Yeah. And it sucks to, like, go to Tahoe. It sucks to, you know, and that's why it's just, like, it's easier just to, like. It feels like like it gets worse each year. mm Mm-hmm. Well, also, the drought gets worse, you know, so it makes sense. Yeah. Bring that rain. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Pretty much no. And it sucks because it's just like, yeah, might as well just, you know, that's why you take quick little trips to the Bay Area. And, uh, you know, but even the Bay Area is not safe. <laughs> no. They got them orange sunsets, you know, looking like a cartoon. Looking like a fucking dystopian yeah. future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, like a Dune. Blade Runner. <laughs> Dune. Dune, Blade Runner. So got the Blade Runner sunset tonight. <laughs> it's good. It's picturesque, but it's definitely when you can't hang out outside and you're on the ocean. Like you're literally on no, the ocean. They're fucking canceling flights because yeah. the smoke's so bad. It's like, so thick. Like what? What mm-hmm. is this? <laughs> what the fuck kind of like? What is going on? Don't worry, global warming's fake. It's, don't worry, it'll it'll pass. Stupid scientists and their <laughs> conspiracy theories. It's like a flu. Don't worry. <laughs> Give it thirty years, we'll be good. <laughs> just, aye, aye, aye. Yeah. So hopefully, I don't know, because now that Leia's older, you know, she go on little bike rides and stuff, and it just sucks to be pent up in the house all the time. In summertime, we leave early when it's nice and cool. You know, and plus stays late, darker mm. stays late, stays lighter, late, later. later. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for me, like shooting photos, that that helps out too. When Magic it's a, hours later. a little bit later, like I eat dinner with the family, I then go out and finish some sunset photos. So you know, it just helps out that way. But yeah. you know, we're just we're just hoping for the best, but we know what's really going down. We'll talk more about this later. In fuego. Mm-hmm. So you have a poem for us today. Yeah, instead of story time, I have a poem. Uh, next month, April 2nd, to kick off National Poetry Month, Spoken Views is doing a show with the Nevada Museum of Art with some local and traveling poets. Mm-hmm. So more information to come. But you guys should check that out when when uh, when that rolls around. Uh, it's going to be April 2nd, or whatever the first Saturday in April is. It's the 2nd. If, if I'm mm-hmm. remembering correctly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this poem's called I Am. It is the poem, uh, like, I recorded it for uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. dinner that, uh, that they do every year. And Jessica played it there. So, uh, here we go. I am the slave freed. A product of greed, the seed reaped, I am born, revenge creeped steeped i am the mountain a fountain spouting truth as i speak no need to be meek when you're born righteous i swear i might just kill these masters of fate and rulers of fortune taught by the clan of the woo the cuckoo long flu running jewels i'm eternally new phoenix reborn built different i ain't the norm i am the product of my environment and condition so i'm higher in my ambition and it is a mission i am what i am fuck your permission I am an outlaw, born behind enemy lines, still our spirit indomitable and steady it shines. Petty are the fines you levy in our direction, all for your false protections, your dissonance in sections. I am perceptive. I see through misdirections, because I am a man, betrayed by country and nation. We preserve without hesitation the potential and promise you have wasted, misplaced it. We track with dedication and haste. We season your taste, for I am chef and I am chief. Bereft of your belief, it's a relief, for I am grief. The embodiment of sins unfaced, I am the truth. I am the lies replaced. See, I am Nat Turner returned, strange fruit unburned, reparations earned. I am the spirit of Emmett Till. I am the revolution you can't kill dead. I am Garvey. I am Huey. I am Fred. Ballot or bullet, I am the lead. Hungry for knowledge and I am fed. On trial for my thoughts and I ain't pled. Try and find a jury of my peers. It's harder than it appears because I'm the tip of the spear. Head of the snake, I keep it 100. Nothing here is fake. See, I'm the eye of the storm as clouds clear. 
The sum of your fears as I drink mayonnaise tears. It's so refreshing. Many blessings. I am the warrior. Shaka. Umbaka. I am the flame minus the flock. A real vision when I wanda. I'm the Wakanda like nooses no slack. I am the wisdom and I am the conscious. I am the knowledge that you lack. And I am all of this because I am black. Ooh. <sighs> Coming hot. Very caliente. The mayonnaise tears, Sean. Woo. Gets me every time. I don't got no time for it, bro. <laughs> got, ain't got no fucks to give. They've Out all, of fucks to give, bro. Yeah. No, the head of the spear, you know, ah, so good. You can't find people of your peers. <laughs> you know? No, it makes sense. Because that's why. Sometimes you got to fucking stunt on them. You have to. You know, I like it. Uh, yeah. Shout out Donald Glover. Who <laughs> tries to race Michael Vick. <laughs> He's like, he's just raced six times in a row and he's drunk. I got this. Uh, he's all pissed and she's like, it was Michael Vick. 4-2, Michael Vick. What are you thinking? Um, speaking of Don Glover, we're going to talk about him later. I know. That's what all, you know. Synergy in the show. It happens. You know, we don't see each other for weeks and Come back. still the same. Dynamic duel in effect. Uh, topics this week. This is, we got to talk about Ukraine. We have show. to. We have to. Uh, Russia just in, out there wilding. They took over one Ukraine. major city. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Putin is just like, like the, I was like talking to my students about this, and I'm like, mm. this is so. They, they've I'm like, it's so nice to watch another country <laughs> fuck up so badly. It is invading a country, and he's being for once it's yeah. not us. <laughs> and he's being salty. He's like, all these, all the Westerners, you know, giving us sanctions. That's that's a declaration of war. You guys shouldn't do that in the first place. You, you know, you know shit. shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's like, well, well if we don't support you, brought you, this on yourself. <laughs> yes. To quote Will Smith, yeah. French principal, you brought uh-huh. this on yourself. If we don't support you, we're not going to give you money. That's how you do it. You and, know? Then, and like most of you are still buying your oil right now, yeah. so you done fuck that up too. Because mm-hmm. they're going to stop with that. Ah, uh, he just—it's like like everyone's like, he's been so cold and calculating for so long, and then all of a sudden he just crumbles, like messes up. Like yeah. you play chess for all this time, then all of a sudden you start playing checkers at the end, right before checkmate. Because he's like, "Don't mess with anything in Iran, please." And it's like, "Whoa, that's where you're getting your money right now, right?" It's my time to fuck with that shit. <laughs> Thanks for putting out in the open, my friend. It's like he th- I'm, I'm like they, you know they're like he thought like the Ukrainian people would welcome him. I'm like, mm. that's what happens. <laughs> When your entire government is corrupt, it's just a bunch of people telling you what yes you would, yeah, mm-hmm. want, to, want to hear. No, I'm like, everyone's out for themselves because that's what they're like. How does like this happen? I'm like, how does this happen? Mm-hmm. Every single level, like everybody who has a job in that country had to pay off someone mm-hmm. or do something. So everyone's just out for themselves. There's no loyalty to Russia. No. So I'm like, yeah, generals were selling fuel to make money. And now they're like fuel shortages and there's like shortages of supplies and shit. Because like no one like was really that proficient at their job. And now they're fucking up all the richest people in like Russia. All the oligarchs. Yeah. So like they're taking their yachts and like the Italian government sees the yacht. The French government sees another yacht from these guys and like stopping their money like the so the, they don't like help, Twitter's help been, them out. the day the war popped off like some dude was like uh so like i'm just gonna post uh the location of the yacht of all the russian oligarchs for no reason at all like and just like yeah. geolocated all of them and then posted it on twitter just like it was the same guy that uh, i think was following uh like air force one or something he was like uh, some crazy engineer just knows how no science and just like uh, did his talents uh, elsewhere? That's why you need to learn algebra, dumb fucks. 
<laughs> algebra, a little bit of code, you know. Why do we have to learn stuff that we might not use? What's the point? Ugh. Algebra and geometry, yes. Every time Cal- I see cal- adults like calculus well, is different. Yeah, like no yeah. one's telling you to take calculus. It's just like algebra, you know, the math they mastered fucking twenty two hundred years, <laughs> twenty five hundred years ago. Maybe you should take some time to study. I mean, if they needed it twenty five hundred years ago, mm-hmm. maybe you could use it in your life, or at least have yeah. that level of knowledge algebra, that they had twenty five hundred years ago. Algebra, geometry, yes. Calculus, different level. Yeah. No one's no one's like we need more calculus, but I'm like, come on, bro. Like you can at least finish fucking geometry. <laughs> yeah. Because if you like pool, geometry, That's boom. how spoiled and fucking privileged our society is. Like, you know, why do I have to learn stuff? I just want to just exist. I don't have to learn anything. I might not use this basic minimum of knowledge that, <laughs> that people have had has. for the last 2,500 years of civilization. Mm. You know what? I don't need it. I'm good. That's how, how arrogant do you have to be to fucking say that and suggest, oh, it's too hard. Like, oh, really? And then you get mad when you don't people get paid who thought, enough. Yeah, like people who thought the wind was caused by God mastered this <laughs> math. And here you are too good for it. Okay, bro. And that's why you only get a job at a warehouse. Yeah. They took our jobs. No, you just need, you know, it's, <laughs> you society's can't do advanced, math. bro. <laughs> can't do math. You got to level up. I'm sorry. Like the world's not fucking 1943 anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't just get. Uh, you can't just like go to high school, get married and like. You know, drink and have kids the rest of your life working at some mindless job. Mm-hmm. Society's advanced. We need more from you. You know, that was, like, that was the nineteen fifties. Yeah, you want your iPhone. You, you know, more is required of you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to fucking put some effort into this. Especially I, iPhones are over a thousand bucks. They ain't no joke. Anyways, enough mm-hmm. I'll, steps down off soapbox. <laughs> I saw this thing too with this, Brittany this Griner. Brittany Griner, yeah, it was all so, over ESPN. So WNBA star, obviously in the off season, she plays in other countries in Russia, like many of them, mm-hmm, to make that extra money because they obviously don't get paid the same. <laughs> so uh, she got held in the airport because she had hashish oil, hashish, hashish oil, on her luggage. Mm. So now they're holding. You know, the six foot four woman. <laughs> She's fucked up like so bad. It's like you should have been out of Russia a long time. Yeah. They told them to leave Russia weeks ago. During the Olympics, they were like I was reading like, yeah, like WNBA players like warned to leave Russia, blah blah blah. Hmm. I don't know, you know, like Who knows? Yeah. You know, we all make choices in life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you yeah, just gotta live with them. We'll see, we'll see what happens to her. And apparently COVID's over because no one's talked about that shit in weeks. Nobody. It was like, you know what? Retired. Mission accomplished. And just like, no more masks. No more masks. State mandates. And no then like, more. meanwhile, like someone's like, oh, like my friend just, you know, people still dying from it. Mm-hmm. Like someone our age, like posted on, on uh, Instagram, like they went just to their friend's funeral uh, yeah, my friend last Co- week. Cody uh, Corey a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. I, I guess it's, it's people's like. Nope. Now is everyone just worried about Ukraine now in World War III? Because didn't uh, Putin get like a nuclear control of a nuclear spot? He's just, I mean, wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get like, yeah, it's fucking fatigue with the world. But this is because so many people have been asleep at the wheel for so long. <laughs> like we're just fucking, mm-hmm. you know, people get too entitled, let yeah. things slide. Yeah, and it's funny because ignore cause... problems until they, yeah. boy, like. Bubble up into shit like this. Because while COVID was going, no one was paying attention to Putin, you know? I mean, 
this has been, you know, this is the consequence of dozens of mm-hmm. years of, yeah, you know, fucking choices slide. and consequences mm-hmm. and back and forths, like, and people just, you know, trying to uh, you know, apply short term short term solutions to long term problems, mm-hmm. and that's what you get. You get, you know, you get fucking. I'm, I'm like, dude, this guy's the rich, one of the richest people in the world, and he was in control of a country, and he could just fucking chill on that. Mm-hmm. Fucking white people, bro. Never satisfied. You just want more. Never fucking satisfied. Well, like tyrants in general, <laughs> you know? I'm like, okay, you're already like a multi-billionaire. Everyone and, says yes to you. And you're the basically dictator of, you know, Russia. one of the most mm-hmm. powerful, largest countries in the mm-hmm. world. Cause now, and then you just can't fucking chill on that? Because yeah. like, in Russia now, there's like a law where you can't speak against Russia. They just passed yeah, they up. were shutting down uh, like Facebook, the BBC yeah, and, Gar- and Guardian. Like all these places are shutting their shit down because mm-hmm. they don't want to get their. It's gonna be like arrested. China. It's gonna be like China. It's already like mm-hmm. China. This is way worse than mm-hmm. China. This is like fucking Soviet Russia, <laughs> going back to Stalin days. Like the steel, the, the iron shit. fist of Mother Russia, <laughs> turning from the ashes like a phoenix, bro. This is Putin's dream, apparently. Yeah, that's how you know they're fucking basic, like. You got all this money and power, and your dream, like, is to restore like something that failed thirty something years ago. Mm. Look to the future, bro. They're like, that's the glory years. They're so small. It's so pe- it's so small. But that's how some Americans we deserve think better of. fucking villains. <laughs> Come on. Speaking speaking of villains, uh, I saw as well. Jason Momoa is going to be like the bad boy in the uh, the new Fast. I saw that too. <laughs> they're like, they're just doing this to bring the Rock back. <laughs> Yes. He's going to be jealous. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and Fast 9 is on HBO now, so we watched it last night, and I was like, is this the one where they go into motherfucking space? space? Luda and Tyrese in space? Yeah, how did you forget that? We were in the audience. Yeah, we I, were in the yeah, I know. Peter saying this. <laughs> but, you know, because there's so much, and like- Just laughing out loud. <laughs> I was like, space, yes, yes. space. Celebrating. And then we're, Everyone else is mad. We were And so we're, Tyrese is slowly saying they're superheroes, like- you know, so they might be in the MCU soon. Who even knows? Crossover. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a crossover. <laughs> I would love to see fucking uh, Hulk and Rock fight. <laughs> that would be a good one for me. I mean, Rock's already fought like earthquakes and fucking <laughs> natural li- disasters. Godzilla or lizards. And- yeah, King Kong. King yeah. Kong s things. Yeah. So I mean, Hulk he's would there. Just be right there. Yeah. yeah, he's there. That would be cool. Who would Dom fight? Like Tony Stark or something. Yeah, Don, you know he would fight like Captain America. Cap, so, that Captain America, yeah. Yeah, because it's like you yeah. know. Okay, what about John Cena? Uh, Thor, you fuck you, him and Thor. I feel like uh, he would probably like Iron Man, because like you know Iron Man's all you know smart ass Alec and yeah, and he's just all serious and like you know. Okay, okay, all you right. Know, you gotta get that clash of personalities. All right, all right. And he's all smart, you know, and everything. So mm-hmm. he could, you know, challenge Tony's intellect. How are we writing a movie right now? We are. We are. How deep the cro- are we the, go the with crossover? Because <laughs> like ludicrous, right? Fast fifteen versus <laughs> the Avengers. The, Aven- the Revengers <laughs> have to be the Young Avengers. So like, you know, we have to get Haw- the Hawkeye girl. What's her? What was her name? Uh, her name Haley. I no, yeah. her real name. No, what's her code name in the thing that she Hawkeye? Came up with? Is she taking? She's, she's taking. The she's home. taking Hawkeye over. Okay, mm-hmm. and then like, yeah, all the other ones they're trying to introduce. You know, the mm-hmm. girl they introduced in uh, WandaVision. 
they're introducing the, the black one. girl that got her powers. Yeah, her. They're introducing uh, the one on Doctor Strange too, uh, Latina woman. Yeah, let's yeah. go. I'm yeah, excited. I saw that in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I was like, who is that? Yeah, yeah. So she could go in between. She has the power to go in between uh, multiverses herself. Mm. So like, she hits something hard enough, it, it like opens a portal. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> let's keep it moving. <laughs> I'm excited. We're writing a movie. Let's go. Uh, the next thing, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Since he acquired Death Row, now he acquired the Masters. For so many, not oh, just his, all of them. So yeah, uh, he acquired the Chronic, Doggy Style, Above the Rim, um, and there were like Tupac's uh, do, Death Row releases. He'll be able to get those too. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Masters, that's like you own the actual music, mm-hmm. and you make so anytime anyone makes money, like you off get the money. music, mm-hmm. you get money. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he'll give like Dr. Dre the chronic one. And he, I hope so. They're homies, so That'd you know. Cool. But yeah, murder was the case as well. Dog food, um, anything that was done over there near, 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 mm-hmm. is now his, or you know, his company. <sighs> that deep cover single, the one eight seven, like when so. they did that at the MTV Movie Awards. Remember that he came out like mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> we were so lucky to grow up with that. Yes. Anyways, but so much thing. stuff. That's fantastic. I'm excited. That's Another a, thing for the culture, the new the trailer for the new season of Atlanta is out, mm-hmm. and it looks fantastic. So funny because they're just going all through Europe uh-huh. and their shenanigans, and it's like showing like uh, paper boys blowing up. So like him dealing with the fandom, and then like uh, Donald Glover's character, you know, his manager like meeting like mm-hmm. all the you know, money players like. Fan- Dealing with all these rich people, and you're, and then like you know Darius just out there while and having a good time doing drugs. Like it looks fantastic. Dude, have you seen uh, Paperboy? He's fighting uh, Brad Pitt in that new movie. Yes. What movie Bu- is Bullet that? Train or something like that? I saw that Brian Dude. Tyree. Like that's it, his name. Yeah, He's it looks fantastic. Up. He did great on Eternals. Like his part on Eternals was great. The character and he was in know? that. Uh, the movie with Liam Neeson, uh, where they had the, the women had to steal the get the revenge because he was like the the gangster that they had to pay back in that movie. Mm. Like he's he's been in like no, he's up doing since good, the, yeah. yeah. And I saw that just the trailer, him and Brad Pitt fighting, and that movie looks quirky and funny. It has a uh, little Blade Runner esque colors, you know, for the cinematography. And like it's like Brad Pitt's trying to like not be a hitman anymore or something ridiculous. The glow, the glow up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Is that a gun?" Like it's it's so funny. And they're just fighting in the train, in the quiet, in the quiet train too. It's pretty funny. The glow up for all of them mm-hmm. from that show is re- you know like think of it like because also uh, Stanfield, like Keith Stanfield, like he was in uh, you know the the crazy movie about he get movie. out. Uh, don't bother don't bother me yeah um he's been doing a lot of stuff and he's just funny and quirky in general if you see any of his interviews he's uh he's a little out there and, and then even Zazie beats mm-hmm. like she was in uh deadpool like she's in oh, she's in she's in the mcu <laughs> yes like she's yeah. in the mcu now like yeah donald glover is like the least famous of <laughs> but he's been doing behind the scenes yeah, stuff yeah. for he's a long time yeah like such a long someone, time yeah. it took him so long to uh get to this point in in behind the scenes stuff so you know mm-hmm. can't wait comes out on my birthday yeah i gotta catch up get everything back in my dome again yeah 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now we have hot history. Hot history. Yes. So actually, uh, you gonna you gonna hit that little button. We gotta we gotta get you know that's the timer. So okay. So uh, it is the anniversary of the Boston Massacre. Let us know what happened, Sean. Uh oh, the Boston Massacre. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. The Boston Massacre uh, was kind of like played up to get people to be against the British. Uh, basically, they were protesting one of the acts the British had passed, and uh, several people ended up getting shot. Um, they were like throwing bricks, and like there's like you know, who knows? He said, she said, on what actually led to them firing. Some people claim someone else fired first, and they fired back. But uh, uh, I think like five, I can't five or six people were killed, mm-hmm. including one. Benjamin Amaker, who was a black man, like a, a freed slave who was there protesting. And, uh, you know, Samuel Adams actually defended the uh, red coat that was uh, in charge of the, like, whatever, the group of soldiers, mm. former future president and son of liberty. Definitely, uh, you know, showing his integrity. And, <laughs> um, yeah, it's fa- like, it's, it's, um, you know, one of the things that led to people going to war, like, you know, going against, and like you know, it's all happened in Massachusetts around there. So like, mm. that was where they were like the most rebellious, and you know, shit like that popping off. That the Boston Tea Party, all mm-hmm. these things led to you know, the they were they drug the rest of the colonies into the war. Oh, they were really? about that life. Oh yeah, they were about that <laughs> life way more than the rest of. Them. That's why so much of the shit started there. That you mm. know, like ended up all over, but. They were way more fucking about. They like, wanted to the smoke. Yeah. Way before everyone else. Like, people in like Virginia were like, nah, we're good. They're happy with, we're their, cool. with uh, their tobacco and all that. They the had things. to convince them. And, like, this was one of those events that helped. That helped sway like, everybody to yeah, come. Yeah, like, look look what they're doing. This is mm-hmm. this is tyranny. Hmm. Yeah. So, sounds like an insight. Still though. couldn't sleep free the slaves, though. <laughs> oh, well, you did good. I could do better, but yeah. I, I'll give myself like a B plus on a that. B plus. Yeah, maybe right. any minus. <laughs> Especially you getting it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you have a song. Is, is your song of the week next? My song of the week is next. <sighs> and this That's one. That's the sound I make because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I listen to it. It's like. I uh. can't stop listening. Che Noir, if you guys know, I'm a big fan of her. She's from the Midwest. Um, she could hold up bars with any of them out there right now. She even explains a little bit in this one. I love the genius comes in even like, hard body of And Armani song. sees like, oh, okay. So uh, the song is called Ladies Brunch by Che Noir featuring Love the Genius and Armani Caesar. So listen and enjoy to these women lay down the motherfucking bars. So. Yeah. When I rap, my pencil just float or fly. Controlled by my mind, moved by itself. It's like poltergeist, real shit. Look, the toughest rapper's bitch, but that's no surprise. These niggas get in front of cops and cough up info. They give me COVID vibes. I spit the coldest rhymes even before my time was known as nice. They've been quoting my lines since niggas was rocking frozen spikes. When I was young, I fucked with older guys. He gave me roses, wine, said he can't see me with nobody else. I told him, close his eyes. I can never stress one dude. Hit the booth, check one two. Best rapper alive. 
alive shed. I'm better than the dead ones too. Family full of black queens. Hair wraps and scented oils. Hair is silk press, chocolate complexion. My skin is royal. Fuck all you hating rap critics and blogs. Dick Ryan, major label, niggas in charge. If I ain't in your top five, that shit is blasphemy. Y'all giving crowns to niggas that scared to rap with me. Come on, man. Man, fuck the rapping. When y'all talking about top fives and niggas who out here doing it, y'all gotta include the ones that got these same niggas scared. And that's us. Motherfucker. When I rap, it feel like followers of Moses when that water split. Unload a clip on every beat I touch. I'm on some pusher shit or hover shit. Talking ownership, I beat and sold a bitch. I earned a shit. Let's just get that straight. I damn near permed the shit. Huh. They think I won the battle, let me explain. I battled all my life, now I done settled in being a great. What's sadder is they rather go against to go with the grain. They waiting, trying to serve. I be like, and you could keep the change. Speeding through Toronto, probably blasting Miss Mulatto. I recognize you the best of your guys. To me, you probably not. Best alive, and it's just exercise. I got a lot of ops. Test the guys, and you'll get stressed alive and probably molly wild. That's the kind of life I pressed aside and they got crucified. Hood was like, you the best of our kind. You gotta shoot these guys I'm inside of my head all the time How about you decide Which way I should address Being the best I'm thinking suit and tie It's love when the hate's there Genius with the science Calculated perfect timing For the kill Cause you defiant I'd be lying if I said I wasn't better than y'all Pressure makes the perfect weight The world's a medicine ball I better could carve a scar In your medical car I'm sicker than all of y'all Make a pick of the balls I'm picking the cards Of those you gassing The illest and the realest Bitches, I ain't asking. I told them one drill rama, I'm like them, but I'm mad different. Show them on the lids that spit us, cause they'll be bad bitches. They ain't gotta like me, but they gotta respect me. Started late and blew past them. I'm Monty and Dreddy. Yeah, I don't want no smoke with Monty, I'm petty. Your nigga like me, you jelly. Come in your house like, hey man, like you Jeffrey. Something. Lit on my arm, that's a two tone pressy. Host under the bra, that's the 38 special. Guess you bitches in the S&M Throwing shots, thinking beef gon' keep them relevant I'm with my dogs, furred up on some Corolla shit On my way to get my spread, no Nutella shit More than a box of yes and no's, I'ma check a bitch If I ever felt the way, please know I'ma tell a bitch Don't approach me with no shit I can't get wealthy with I'm offshore with exotic fish and pelicans Welcome back. That was Caesar's song of the week. It was Ladies Brunch by Che Noir, Love the Genius, and Armani Caesar. So, so good. So many bars. God damn. It's just, uh, yeah, we're just warming up wintertime out here. Woo-wee. <laughs> <laughs> Whole album's good. Um, che, brand new album came out last month, I believe, or beginning last month, February. And yeah, super, super good. Yeah, check her out. She's definitely and one of my Love favorites. the Genius out. I'm running Caesar too. Like yeah. three uh, young uh, female MCs that are spitting straight fuego. Fuego. It's so good. And like uh, Apollo Brown did an album with her, so that's how you know. That's that yeah. cosign. And uh, you know she has a song with uh, Royce and Black Thought. She holds up just. You know, more fun, more yeah. than her own. You know, like the, uh, those, without are the, those are the people you're associating yourself with. You're, you're hitting high bars on that. <laughs> you have to, you know. Like we said, uh, with a couple, you you uh, 
you do work with people that are better than you because then it makes you better. So you level up. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. complaining about how you don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Comfortable-ass people. <laughs> you always got to strive to be better. Uh, do you have uh, something that grinds your gears? Um, I don't think so. This week's been pretty chill. <laughs> nice. Also, I didn't leave the house too much either, so you know that's like another thing. <laughs> it's the opposite. I was, was so busy. I mm-hmm. took a class. I started a class. I'm yeah. taking an online class because I'll be taking a- teaching AP next year. So uh-huh. uh, you to. have to just take like, do you get a certificate for that? Or yeah, like, how it's does like that a certificate work? that shows that like you could do advanced placement stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a whole. It's, 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 it's <laughs> be fucking serious. It's gonna be serious. But anyways, yeah. all right. It's trivia time. All right. Exciting. Let me let me go to my page. Yeah, did you uh Yeah. Got the got the music. You wanna go first? I'll go first. Okay. So mine is necessarily not trivia, but it's it's like facts about a person. See if you could guess that person. Okay. Alright. So uh, first one, uh born in Georgia and raised as a Jehovah's Witness. Okay. He was How do you know it is? Who? Donald Glover. There it is. <laughs> Very what? Easy. What? Very easy. Well, let, let me let me go through the rest. Okay. Um, he was uh, voted one of the hundred most influential people. He was uh, at the very beginning of Thirty Rock, the only black writer at Thirty Rock. His first toy was Star Wars. Star Wars Lando Calrissian, second African American to win an Emmy for outstanding lead actor in a comedy, and then uh, his, the, do you know who the first was? It was. Uh, is it Will Smith? It wasn't Will Smith. It was Damn. like in, it was in the seventies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably from good times. Yeah, it was in the seventies. I forgot the name already, but uh, but then he got his rap name from that Wu Tang generator. If you didn't get it by the last one, that's yeah. I left that one last. Well, so. The Jehovah's Witness from Georgia. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. There nice. You go. There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my trivia is more like random trivia like i don't really expect you to know these but it's about something that you love okay, okay. it's all about photography all right and, let's and the see. photograph let's see okay the first question is do you know what year the first color photo was taken <laughs> was it like um yeah like take a general guess mm-hmm. it was the 1900s right or 18 that will not there'll be no hints given yeah it was uh I don't know, 1908. The first color photograph was taken in 1861. Oh, okay. There were still fucking slaves. <laughs> yes, Thomas Sutton uh-huh. uh, came up with the process to create the first color image. He layered three separate images, red, green, and blue filters mm-hmm. on top of each other and then projected them onto a photosensitive plate with corresponding filters. And... Uh, they they have the picture. It's like a little, um, I don't know, like bunny ears. <laughs> like I, I, it's it's tough to see. Like make it's, it out. It's weird to see the older ones like that because like the first photograph, it's very like just like a lot of dots and like it's kind of like out there in the open, like in like the woods, and it's just kind of weird. Yeah, those are very. It's early not very clear. Hard. Yeah, but uh, they got better. All right, <laughs> this one, this one is scientific. Okay. Which, Algebra. You might know. You probably know this. <laughs> Which side of the face looks better in pics? What do you mean, side? Like Which side? Like like right side or left side? Oh, really? Which side looks better? Right side? 
Apparently, the left side of our faces looks better in photos yeah. than the right side. A study conducted that's, by that's Wake it. Forest University confirmed this. Their study shows that the left side of our face exhibits a greater intensity of emotion. Huh. Because of this, we perceive it as being more attractive. Okay, I've never so, really... Yeah. yeah, like, I'm sure that has something to do with, like... Um, the left side, right side of the brain. Yeah, maybe. something like that. Um, I don't know. Scientists, help us. <laughs> then the last one. Um, the man who invented photography is better known for inventing something else that pretty much every person listens to uses every single day in one of their... Um, in something you own. So he did photography... This has nothing to do with photography. Yeah. He's the, but what he's better known for inventing. Hmm. I really don't know. The man who invented uh, the photograph, Joseph Nesfior Nespi, I don't speak French, <laughs> Nepsi, uh, also invented two other things. Most famously, he is the inventor of the internal combustion engine. Oh, shit. Yes, and... He uh, invented the propeller system that is used on like most boats, huh. like the like the ro- the propeller like rotary propeller. Yeah, that's like on speedboats and mm-hmm. stuff. He invented that too. Dang, yeah, hmm. the guy was just a multifaceted genius. That combustion engine, though. That's yeah, crazy. the combustion engine and photography, <laughs> and just like on the side, like oh, here, here's a little propeller system that's still used it's crazy to think years back later. in the day people were just like would just like da vinci when you see all the stuff he did it's just like what do you multi-talented that's like what do you they, find the time that's because they had to learn all the different subjects and they had these cross <laughs> things going on in their heads they weren't basic ass lazy people like we have today they're like you know what i'm pretty yeah. i know one thing pretty good yes yeah like that's like if you knew if you knew like had to know math you had to know science yeah had to know like classical literature like mm-hmm. everything and that's how you, you know that's how they get all the stuff and that's how you cross you cross your ideas and be like oh this thing is similar to this let's go into it yeah these same concepts apply mm-hmm. in other places imagine mm-hmm. that but you know people today are so fu- that should have been my grinding gears <laughs> fucking lazy ass fucking un- unintellectual unintelligent mm-hmm. uncurious people yeah cause like the combustion engine there's so much that goes into it like what what ideas was he thinking to like make them all mesh as one you know because there's like pressure then there's leverage so there's like ma- like multiple math and volume and all kinds of things like and that was at the beginning of the industrial revolution mm-hmm. which we're learning about in world history mm-hmm. so it's just like there's so many crazy inventions and like one led to the other like the steam engine mm-hmm. was invented you know then they just kept improving things yeah. and, and then like you have the combustion engine you know like yeah and right now with the combustion engine, we're like peak peak combustion engine. So yeah. that's why that's like, I'm saying. like a lot every of every companies... car he has an you know, well unless mm-hmm. you have an electric car I mm-hmm. guess has a combustion engine. But you know we've just been improving on that ever since. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because now you could get in a box a thousand horsepower engine that you could plug and play pretty much. Yeah, you and know, these, you know these engines were probably like five horsepower mm-hmm. when he's first. Yeah, one or two when like first started. They weren't they weren't nothing. A lot of a lot of torque, not a lot of power, but torque. But speaking of photography, you know, giving some shine here. Um, Look at that seamless transition. Yeah, show me the picture 
is a documentary on Jim Marshall. So Jim Marshall is a photographer. You'll probably, if you like rock and roll, um, those old photos from the 50s, uh, from like the 60s and 70s, like his famous one is that uh, the Johnny Cash, the one flipping you off. And he shot a lot of uh, Jimi Hendrix, Miles Davis, John Col Coltrane, um, just like super music, jazz, and everyone just let him in. And the, the whole thing was just like, he's like a dickhead, but like other artists loved him because he was also an artist. And like, you could tell in his portraits of like, you know, he shot Bob Dylan as well. Uh, I saw some Chavez, like Cesar Chavez and political stuff. Like if you look in San Francisco, in uh, Hayes Valley, uh, Obey did um, like a Shepherd Ferry. He did a big Obey thing over there. And that's one of his pictures that he used. Nice. Mm -hmm. Is this on Hulu? Uh, it's on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Called Show Me the Picture. Right, yeah, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix. So all those old iconic photos that you've uh, known, probably and, seen and ads known or, and loved throughout the yeah, years, like album covers. Album covers. Uh, Jim Marshall did it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I have yeah uh, something a new documentary to give shine to. We watched it other day in our department meeting. Is a new d documentary on Frederick Douglass on HBO Max, and it's cool because they. The whole thing is told from his words. So most of it is read like, and they have famous actors reading like either from his biography or from one of his speeches and they like perform his speeches. And our, our boy, our man, Jonathan Majors does one. Mm. And he's so, it's like so good to see, you know, like how they perform it, like give it life, you know, because mm -hmm. it's so much more powerful. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it tells like, it has excerpts from his, like he wrote multiple autobiographies throughout his life and, like all of us, you know, a room full of history teachers are like, damn, learned, learned shit we didn't know about yeah. in the in the documentary. Dude, that's tight. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Like he taught him. He was a slave. He taught himself mm -hmm. to read by like finding scraps of paper, or like he would walk like finding like ripped up like Bibles, trash. yeah, and like piecing it together because like his like he got sold into like a house in Baltimore and. Uh, the owner's wife like started teaching him and then like he found out and stopped but then he he never never mm -hmm. stopped and then uh he eventually ran away escaped and he was going like went to this anti-slavery like meeting and um this famous guy who i am forgetting his name like just like randomly called on him to come up and speak and they're like he went up there he was like super nervous but like his story was so captivating that from then on he was able to make money just go, go traveling around the country as a escaped freed slave openly telling his story and like speaking to anti-slavery audiences. Yeah, that's crazy. And then he eventually moved to Europe to escape mm -hmm. because he became too famous after he wrote a, a best-selling book and became too famous. So then he moved to Europe to escape to make sure you know like he couldn't be mm -hmm. you know captured as a slave or killed <laughs> yeah and then moved back and then like during the civil war decided like back then you could just go he just went to the white house showed up at the white house waited in line like all the regular people and like when they told him who it was like the he like he's like i'd like to talk to the president and he like went and like they're like uh there's a nigger here to talk to you <laughs> <laughs> but like Abraham Lincoln was like, no, I like 
like, I know like this invented guy, it, yeah. yeah. And like he introduced himself, and Abraham Lincoln was like, "I know who you are." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I and, read your book, probably. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and like yeah, they ended up like yeah, becoming friends mm-hmm. and shit. And he spoke at like Lincoln's funeral. Like crazy story of a man. Mm-hmm. And then he was married, you know, forever. And then his wife died. And then like when he was like seventy something, or maybe sixty something, he married a white woman. And so like it was just you know, this guy was <laughs> spent his entire life making white people mad. <laughs> Like newfound respect. Yes. <laughs> every move he made, every word he spoke. Yeah, his entire being. And yeah. he made money off of it. Yeah. Like all from teaching himself. To, you fucking lazy, ignorant motherfuckers. This guy taught himself to read and then made a living and is one of the most famous and influential Americans in history. All from just his fucking words and voice. Yes. And the gusto to read. Ah. You know, his thirst for knowledge. He wasn't thinking like, what am I ever going to use this? (laughs) Reading, essential in life. (sighs) Math. Knowledge is power. Math, essential. (laughs) You know? But uh, what's your random ranks? Was this a surprise? Sean's random ranks this week. Because I I have a a ranking for you, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have one for later. But this. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bless you. I had to go in for that big sneeze. Okay. Mm-hmm. So was, was this surprise random? Uh, rank? The, the surprise random rank, and I've given a lot of thought to Is this. this the I state actually one? did it. It's not the states. Okay. It's the months of the year. <laughs> I will now rank the months of the year from twelve being the worst month. <laughs> okay. To one being the best. All right. Let's go. All right. Are you guys ready? The twelfth and worst shittiest month of the year is dun, 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 dun. February. Why? February is the worst month of the year. One, it's the shortest month. Okay. Two, it's in the dead of winter. So mm-hmm. it's usually like the shittiest weather wise. And three, like, well, you know, like it's just, I fucking hate, <laughs> I just fucking hate February. Like my allergies always start yeah. during February. Like February used to be the time of year where I would uh, like, you know, do a, like my normal like break back in the day mm-hmm. of like abstaining and like being sober, and, like, you know, practicing my own personal Lent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, February just sucks. I fucking the, like I'm, it's Black History Month, but like that's whack, too, because it's the shortest month. Like, fuck February. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's the worst month. February 12th. <laughs> okay. Number 11 is January. <laughs> for most of the same reasons of february uh january, why, why is it a little bit better than february january is a little bit better than february one because you still have the glow of the holidays and new year's okay, at the beginning okay, okay uh you do have a three-day weekend and martin luther king weekend plus yeah. usually i'm on break for part of february so i'm not working mm-hmm. and and at least like you know february i feel like there's more likely to get like actual winter weather so it's like snowing mm-hmm. and just that traditional winter feeling where February is just shitty weather. It's like kind of nice, but still shitty. And uh, I don't have allergies in February. so Or in January. Or in January, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. So that's number 11. Number 10 is April. Okay. And I don't really have anything against April. It's just a meh month. Okay. Like, you know, the no weather's... April, no April showers. Like yeah, like the weather's still shitty usually in April. Like maybe at the end we get like a couple mm-hmm. nice days. But, you know, like the weather's still shitty. There's no holidays or days off. I mean, there's Easter, but who celebrates Easter? I don't celebrate Easter. And it's not you don't get a day off for it. So mm-hmm. it's in like it's a shitty time of year for work because like usually April's when we do all our standardized testing. So that fucking sucks. So uh, there goes April's 10. There's April. Number nine, October. 
And I actually like October. <laughs> I, I, I'm nothing against it. It just isn't as good as other months. Okay. Um, other Halloween, you know, Halloween's cool. Mm. They have Nevada Day. We also have fall break usually in October. So you know, but you know, it's just not stacking up to the the month. To the rest of it. Yeah. Number number eight is September. September's nice because mm-hmm. uh, it's still we still have fantastic weather. You have a holiday in Labor Day, mm-hmm. and yeah, but uh, you know it's not as nice as May, which is number seven. <laughs> okay, which is springtime. Uh-huh. You know my my favorite season. Uh, you have like the end of the school year, so everyone's like nostalgic and feeling great. Uh, and you have like all summer to look forward to. You know, geared up for the summer. You have those like that first nice day. You know, that first nice Saturday where everyone goes out. You know, and just like wilding, sundresses everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Number six is November, and that's just because like familia. You know, like hanging out with family, mm-hmm. eating food on Thanksgiving, and celebrating. You know, like uh, you know Thanksgiving. Okay. And, and then, you know, you get that break for Thanksgiving plus Veterans Day, so you get a day off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not uh, dumb. Number five, August. August. End of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, hottest days of the year and, you know, the most fun nights of the year sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Number four, December. You know, you got Christmas. Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Again, family. The holidays. Holidays. Mm-hmm. Number three, July. July. Because summertime. Uh-huh. Living's easy. Okay. Number two is June. June. Okay. End of the school year. Like I still I like my job, so you know June has some working mm-hmm. days in it, but also some beginning of summer break. The weather, like, is undeniably going to be nice then. Like it might, not, and it's not usually hot yet. Mm-hmm. And it's just you know you got the whole summer to look forward to. People are in great moods, getting out, getting that vitamin D, being in the sun. And the number one month is March because it's my birthday. <laughs> And spring break, <laughs> and went the end of uh-huh. winter. Uh-huh. All right, there we go. It's pretty good. Sean's, See with that information, what you will, people. Sean's rankings. <laughs> a lot of it's school and holidays. <laughs> yes, it's personal to me. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you think. Yes. <laughs> All right. Petty move of the week involves Donald Glover too. Yes, I was like this. This theme is going on pretty good this week, but so Donald Glover in an interview said. Uh, that album, um, Awake, Awaken, Awaken My Love, Awaken My Love, he did it out of pettiness because someone told him he couldn't make a number one hit. Wow. So he made a whole album, and that album, I think it's like best like R&B album. Yeah, he won Grammys he won, and shit. Yeah, for that one. Off like a... Off of pettiness. Someone told him and no. He's extremely. He says he's extremely petty. At first in the interview, he was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm pretty petty." No, it's actually I'm extremely petty. Someone told me I couldn't make a number one hit. So yeah, uh, "Waking My Love" was like number five in uh, the Billboard. And like obviously, "Redbone." On yeah, there Redbone. Was like a number one song for yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, it's fantastic. Salutes to you, yeah, Mr. Glover. When pettiness goes right. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Well, now we have my song of the week, and uh, this is uh, an, we played her like a month mm-hmm. ago or two, but uh, her song's Balenci's mm-hmm. by Chica. She just she spit drops so much on the song. Like listen carefully to what she's saying because it's so great. Mm-hmm. And then you know she's just you know got got Balenciagas in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I made it, but like despite that, it's not all it's cracked up yeah. to be. 
All right, let's Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Is that some kind of sauce? Goddamn, I got Balenci's in the bathroom. I used to be fiending for them, dreaming in the classroom. Turned in my exam right then, I knew it'd be the last room for school. I walked into, felt my potential getting past due. Four years later, and my rack's blue. And my whole team is seeing green like, yo, she acts too. Now people taking in your face, I ain't ask you. But you've been seeing how they live, so they ain't have to. And the whole world is conversating about your waistline. And mental health days make you guilty cause you waste time. I'm fighting everybody, demons, but can't face mine. Baseline, use all that pain and anger and just make rhymes. How I'm uplifting your whole life, but still I hate mine. How I get rich, but still get pissed about the money. Now everybody wanting me to wear a fake smile. How I'm supposed to fake a laugh when ain't shit funny? I'm running, but goddamn, I got Balenci's in the bathroom. Dropping all this change is just gonna end up in a vacuum. It was days I thought I needed. But now accepting all the change got me defeated. <laughs> Goddamn, I'm on my second pair. One pair is out, one in the closet, cause I left them there. Remind me every single night, been writing raps up in my closet. I ain't sleep much, but it paid off, cause it got me here. I went to Europe, met a fan who lived in Paris. I know it hit me, cause I started walking different. For once in life, I spoke my mind, I'm not embarrassed. So many stories, but my friends don't even listen. The only girl who got my heart live in Miami. I saw a smiling in my head, I started planning And listen, shit may change, but one day, yeah, I want a family Already got a puppy, now my child, the first of many Got hella dreams, and as a late, I steady see them I had some idols as a kid, whoever knew I'd be one Oh, nine stood in Atlanta, freezing cold at 4 a.m. With my whole fam, just to audition for a role I knew I'd be in I didn't make it, but damn, I made it 2019, the year I waited My mom been racing, getting closer, I can taste it Got a story, but I don't know how to pace it It's lightning in the bottle, I've been ordering in cases I'm fucking wasted, but goddamn, I got Balenci's in the bathroom, starving for affection, someone meet me in the back room, I'm not insane, it's been a minute, but if we talking about a game, I know I'm about to win it, yeah. Goddamn, I got Balenci's in the bathroom, goddamn, I got, goddamn, I got, goddamn, I got Balenci's in the bathroom, goddamn, I got, goddamn, I got, goddamn, I got Balenci's in the bathroom, goddamn, I got, goddamn, I got, goddamn, I got Balenci's in the bathroom, Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's song of the week, and it was uh, Balenci's by Chica. Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, just rapping about how she's come up in life, how things change when something you used to dream about is a reality. Yeah, I was taking no sleep, a lot of work, just to, you know. Get those Balenciagas in her bathroom. Mm -hmm. Salutes salutes to those out there chasing their dreams. Yeah, and working hard for them. Yeah. Because that's, people don't understand it. Goals! People don't understand, like, it takes, like, 10 years to be an overnight success, at least. People don't want to work for nothing. Mm-hmm. They don't even want to learn algebra. All right. Next up, we have our rapid yeah. rating. Rapid ratings, yeah. Picks a random thing for the other person to rank and rate. Mm-hmm. Who goes first? I'll go first, since you already did your months. All right. So, uh, now the new Batman's out. Uh, your top three Batmans. Ooh, top yeah. three Batman movies. In the movies, yeah. And no, not not like bat not movies, but the actors who played Batman. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The actors who played Batman. Yeah. My number one mm-hmm. is the OG, Michael Keaton. The man. Mm-hmm. So good mm-hmm. at being like I feel like he was the best Bruce Wayne because As well, yeah, he did a the both really well. Yeah, he wasn't like over the top vicious. Mm-hmm. But he was like, he played it with enough nuance where you could understand how this like rich billionaire mm-hmm. 
was also this ruthless fucking dude. He was the one that played both of them the best. Like everyone else has either been good at being Batman, but not good at Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. or vice versa. He was good at both Bruce Wayne portraying Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne and Batman. Number two, I'm probably gonna have to say. Actually, it's it's weird, but Ben Affleck. I liked his okay. take on an older bat, like an older Batman, and the way I feel like he was the most like the Batman, mm-hmm. the animated series Batman. Yeah. And then three, um, I haven't seen the movie because it just came out yesterday. Yeah. But from what I've seen, I feel like I'm gonna like, uh, uh, what's his name? Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson as Pattinson, as yeah. Batman now. He's actually in Variety. He was he's already ranked number three as the Batman. So look, at, what yeah. was Variety's rankings? Uh, Christian Bale, Adam West, uh, Robert Pattinson. Mm, I didn't Ke- think of Adam West. Yeah, Keaton, Affleck, Clooney, uh, Robert Lowry. It was in 87, or in 1949, so it was a mm. long time ago. Val Kilmer. Um, I even forgot Val Kilmer was Batman. That's yeah. how bad he mm-hmm. was. Which one was he Batman in? Forever. Is that the one with... Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff. The Freeze? Mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was horrible. Mm-hmm. So, Clooney was bad, too. Yeah. But Clooney was a good Bruce Wayne. That's the thing. He was a good Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah. he, But like for me, Keaton... Uh, Bale, I think I did like Adam West a lot. Yeah, Bale's good too. Yeah. Like he would be tied right now for me for three. Minus the voice, like, yeah, you know, like minus that. But the voice is too much. Yeah, but the way he did, like, because like Batman, is, he was great as Batman. Yeah, he was only okay as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but Keaton was the best at both. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, he was that charming, trying to get that you know the little journalist choach and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then and then, uh, and then with Catwoman too, and mm-hmm. Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. My my random rank for you, George Clooney, yeah, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, rank the sushi places in Reno. I I'm gonna get name off a couple for you. You can add more to it, but Tokyo Sushi, Hanoki Sushi Pier, the joint. Any others you want to add to the list? What's your What's your top five? So what's my top five? five? Hanoki, uh, Tokyo, the joint two. The one in Reno. The one in Reno. Um, oh my god! It's just like it's just so hard because for me, sushi, a lot of places they all make it the same. There's mm-hmm. like a mountain roll, or now they call it a Sierra or whatever. You know, there's not a lot because I like the nigiri a lot. So it's like that's why it's just like those three spots that usually do a pretty dialed. Um, is there any other places that Jasmine with? Rose, like when it was like a little south of town, or Rose, Jasmine Rose, something like that? The when, one by IGT. Yeah, when it wasn't closed, <laughs> like it was feeling like it was closed all the time. Sushi Pier is pretty good too. Um, what's the one in Sparks? The one in Sparks by the Safeway is pretty good too. Oh, that place is definitely in my top mm-hmm. five. That yeah. place is really good. Yeah. The and one. they have like they make like small rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have like you know their nigiri is yeah. really good. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't think of that place. I haven't been there in forever. But when I lived in Sparks, I mm-hmm. went there a lot. And it's just like it's just all the way over there. JJ Shopping Center. JJ's. JJ's. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And Horoba back in the day when Horoba was off a of skyline. Fire. That was the best one, hands down. 
They had the cured salmon, which no one else had. Fire. And uh, as soon as they moved to East Sparks, trash. Yeah. Trash. But it's just... Uh, there's, there's so many now. There's, there's so many no, now. No, that's the thing. Remember when there was just Sushi Club and Sushi Pier? That's it. The Sushi Club and no, and no, And no one liked to even go to Sushi back in the day because nobody knew it. And now look at it. You it's know? so funny. Like people who would never go to Sushi anything, like back when I was in college and stuff. And now they're just like, oh, I love it so much. And I'm like, bro, I've, this, oh. is, this is a decades-long addiction. You know what? You know what's grinding my gears now that sushi gets brought up? That one commercial, it's like a car commercial, right? And it's like a husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend trying to figure out where to eat, right? Oh, I know what you're talking about. And then he was like, oh, you want, you want, uh, it's just like, you want seafood? Is like, oh, no, I don't like seafood. And he's like, what about sushi? And she's like, I had it yesterday. And I was like, it's the, That's same, the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. I was like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Who wrote this? <laughs> Dumb fucking commercial. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's, that, that, that's grind my gears for it. I remember. But also, sushi places out there, seriously, stop copying everyone else's roles. Come up with your own. Your own roles. That's what used to make it good because, like, I would go to multiple places because they had Their roles own, I liked. Yeah. So salute to my boy Gustavo, wherever he used to work, and now he has his own catering business. Gusto, holler at your boy. But um, he, he when he would work, he'd work at Hiroba back in the day, and I would just sit in front of him, and I'd he'd be like, "What do you like?" I'm like, "Everything." So I wouldn't order. He, he every time he get a chance, just make me some make wild, me, yeah. some wild ass roll, and he's like, "You want another roll?" And I'm like, "Nah, just give me on a Gary." And so he'd give me like this wild ass plate of like, cause I like octopus. I like the snapper. I like everything. You know, there's people that only eat rolls, you know, and there's like, uh, like CJ palace and sparks is pretty good, but they put a lot of sauces on there. Yeah. So everything has teriyaki See, sauce like, and everything has that's, their, that's, and that's like, and like they make huge, like I like the mm-hmm. small rolls mm-hmm. with just like a little bit of rice, like the nice yeah. rice, like not huge chunks of fish. Mm-hmm. Like, a little bit of fish or like the nigiri, like yeah. a little bit of rice, nice piece of fish, not super big. Yeah. And also the nigiri, put a little wasabi underneath, little bit, yeah. like in that little, little space dot, right little there. Dot. And that's it, you little know? Dot. And it's just like, there's just no variety. And that's just what annoys me. It's and like the like, rolls aren't even, they're the same everywhere they're you the go. They're the same. They're just named differently, you know? And that's it's why just like, you got to check out uh, the new one where Sushi Lover used to be. Oh, First of all, Salute to Sushi Lover. I always went there because they had. You, they had a peanut roll that mm-hmm. is my favorite roll ever. And they have the biggest uh, vegetarian uh, sushi in yeah. there. So. But the new place, uh, Biggest Little Sushi, mm-hmm. excellent as well. And they have, like, the reason we like it so much, I think, not only is their fish super good, mm. but, uh, like, all unique, like, the rolls you get there aren't, like, the same rolls yeah. everywhere else. No, and that's, so I need to go try that out. New combinations. And also. New names. Like, I have to look at the menu and yeah. be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, like. Their nigiri and their like, and they have like a huge hand roll selection yeah. too. I love hand rolls, mm. and the nigiri like are like good size. Yeah, yeah. And also, motherfuckers, fresh fish. The place that has the people keep saying fresh fish, and like if you're a bear and you take a salmon out of the water, it's gonna taste fishy. It's not gonna taste like salmon. Like the freshest fish doesn't necessarily mean the best sushi. Exactly. It's, but, the, it's the quality. And it's like yeah, cause like the the. The oils and like the things that happen in the meat needs to sit and create their, the flavors of that specific fish. So the freshest fish isn't the best sushi. Get it fucking right. All right. 
grinding my gears. Two things were grinding my gears. See, mm. that was our rapid rating. Motherfuckers, thanks for bringing it out. Ruby reviews. Mm-hmm. Last uh, last Sunday at the uh, Nevada Museum of Art, we went and saw Summer of Soul, which is on Hulu, and mm-hmm. it's a it's about the summer of 1969 in Harlem, the Harlem Music Festival. Six week event. Six weeks event. And every weekend they would have soul and jazz and like uh, the, they re- recorded all of it and then it was lost and it was sat in a basement for 30 years because no one wanted to buy it because the same time Woodstock, Woodstock happened mm-hmm. and that's all that everyone cared about and like people had forgotten about this. So the documentary school, first of all, produced by Questlove. Mm-hmm. So you know he, it's good. He's running the interviews with everyone. They get people who actually went to the festival when they were kids. Some of them like were super young, and like them telling like one guy's like they show him the clip, and he like starts tearing up because he's like, now that I've watched it again, like I he's like I remember it, but like now like I was young, and like seeing it again all these years later, he's like and it like, it's like experiencing all like i remembered it but now i like remember remember mm. it and they had like a 19 year old stevie wonder oh dang um a super young patty La- like a like a 20 year old patty labelle damn i would love to hang out with 19 year old patty labelle <laughs> so, she looked great i was like oh my god yes <laughs> and like uh uh sly and the family stone mm-hmm. um the the stapleton sisters uh, the Temptations, like at the height of their success, right after they broke it up and, and they started to go solo. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't even name all all the people a- that they had there, and they're all like 1916. I'm like, God damn, this is crazy. I'm like, if I'm loving this this much, yeah. like, my parents are gonna love this. Sometimes I feel we're just born in the wrong era, you know? Like, it was in the middle of Harlem at a public park, mm-hmm. uh, and it only happened because like this promoter that like had all these connections, and then he also happened to know like the mayor, and the mayor was like this cool dude, like, mm-hmm. like cool. He was like, yeah, like for white for a white Republican, he was like actually comfortable being around black people. Yeah. He's like he hung out in Harlem <laughs> all the time, and like he came down. And uh, they, like the guy, like he, like the mayor introduces it, and he's like, he's gonna sing. He's like, our blue-eyed soul brother is gonna sing with Horace, and he like makes the mayor, and like the mayor goes along, and they like sing a song uh, together. It's like, damn, that's funny. There's no, there's not a single mm-hmm. white Republican in America now that could pull this off. No, like go, go up there, be that. Yeah, it was great. It, they probably don't even go to Harlem. And the cool thing was, it's like it was at the Museum of Art, mm-hmm. so it's on the, you know, the big screen, good sound, and like sitting in front of us mm-hmm. were like these five old black ladies, and, like a couple of them were tearing up and crying watching it, like because like shows everything that was going on in the '60s, crazy good, mm-hmm. check it out, Summer of Soul, Hulu, tip of the fitted, nice. Uh, my movie recommendation of the week is Saint Vincent. It has Bill Murray in it, um, Melissa McCarthy, and Naomi Watts. I just discovered we were looking at Bill Murray movies. Just saw this last weekend. I'm like, I've never seen it. Samantha was like, yeah, I've never this. seen it either. I've never seen this. And I don't I, even remember this. And I saw it and I just read what it kind of was about. So um, here's a little synopsis they got on, uh, on the website or on the internet. A young boy whose parents have divorced finds an unlikely uh, friend and mentor in a misanthropic Misanthropic? Misanthropic. Yeah. Uh, baldy hedonist war veteran who lives next door so mccarthy has a kid named oliver 
They just oh. got a divorce. So they move into uh, this neighborhood in Brooklyn. Uh, they got a grumpy old man as the neighbor. And it's Bill Murray. And it's Bill Murray. Uh, Naomi Watts is his uh, lady of the night. And so what happens is uh, Bill Murray's always home. So one time he's like, hey, can you babysit my kid? And he's like, if you pay me, you know. So obviously she like pays him. But Bill Murray, uh, gambler, drinks a lot. So he takes the kid to the bars and the tracks and things like that. So they become friends and like shit happens throughout the way. But yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. Sounds good. This is going to the top of the watch list. It's, it's good. Even, yeah. even Team Money. Like we, we stopped it one night because we, we saw it started too late. And usually she doesn't like to like see the movie the next day or finish it. But she was like, Lo, let's finish it. Nice. Like, so that's how you know it's a good one. Yeah. Samantha loves Melissa McCarthy. She's like... I've never heard of this movie. I'm like, I don't either. Yeah. Like, you know, I love Bill Murray. Like, yeah. I like, <laughs> no. And it's funny. Cause I was like, and you know, the LA times said, uh, McCarthy is remarkable in this movie, you know? And she is. And I was telling Tanya, I was just like, it'd be funny to have like some, some drinks with McCarthy. Cause she's just like naturally funny. Not, not everything seems forced. You know you how know? I knew she was cool. Not only from when she was on these marrow, yeah. but you know how Jamie Foxx has his like interview thing. He does with celebrities. Uh-uh, and I haven't like, seen that one. Oh, they're so funny. The okay. one with Denzel is great. All right. But he's like just sitting in his, it's like sponsored by like, uh, a vod- like vodka company, Ciroc, or, or, Ciroc something? or something, but it's in like a trailer, you know, they'd have on like uh-huh. a movie lot. And she came in with like Cortez's and they're like, just like getting like drinking, uh-huh. just talking shit, like old school comedians. Like, uh-huh. She's she's she, she's funny. She's hella funny. And everything she does, she's hilarious. Uh, I think was she in Bridesmaids too, right? Yeah. Bridesmaids. She was in the one where she goes back to college and her kids in college too. The funny one is the one um in Boston, where she with uh, Sandra Bullock, where they're the cops. Oh, uh, Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit. Is that what it's called? Or is I that can't... Sandra Bullock? It's it's her, and then like um. Let me let me let me look at it. And then she's got like a like their super Irish Boston family. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And they yeah. all and it's, uh, what's his name? Heat. Yeah, the Heat. The Heat. heat. Uh, with uh, and, yeah. Uh, what's the the comedians are her brothers? Uh, uh, let me look at him. Bill. Mm. Bill Burr. And Dude, Bill Burr's uh, Bill Burr's her, one of her brothers, and then her other loser brother is. Uh, uh, the old white dude that's always with basketball and shit that has his podcast um, uh, that would talk shit about Trump every day. So let's see. Let me go. So Heat, Sandra Bullock, McCarthy, Marlon Wayans. Oh, yeah. Marlon Wayans is in it. He's like yeah. her partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let me go up again. Michael McDonald. Is that him? No. No. Oh, Ra- uh, Rathaport. Yeah, Michael oh, Rappaport. Rappaport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Such a funny movie. Yeah. So, the accents are great. Mm-hmm. No, she's just hilarious. Like, she's... I would love to, have, like, have some cocktails and just fucking talk shit with her. Because everything just comes out so naturally funny. And she's just fantastic. But, yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, next we have uh, shout-outs and call-outs. She's going to be in Thor Love and Thunder? Is she? That's what it says. Uh, Woo! She's jumping into the MCU. Let's go. All right. All right Everyone eventually goes to the MCU. Uh, when are we going to be there? <sighs> shout outs and call outs is next. Okay. Uh, I just have a, I have a shout out and mm-hmm. salute. Black Wall Street came and did the, on, was that this Monday? Holy shit. This week was so busy. <laughs> on Monday, they came to uh, the, the school and did uh, they did their first workshop. Uh, workshop for the kids. Uh, for the kids. And they had like. 
uh, like Romar kind of introduced Black Wall Street, gave them, you know, like some information and resources, how to reach out to them. Donald talked, like kind of told his story, which, you know, obviously is very inspiring. And then they had like another uh, person that they work with uh, who started a foundation for students at Reno High because mm-hmm. like her daughter died and uh, uh, talked to the kids. Like, it's great. And then because the Martin Luther King Jr. dinner was that night, they were able to get the guest speaker from that to come talk to the, oh. the keynote speaker to come talk to the kids. That's awesome. She was super good. This, uh, she's a psychiatrist from Las Vegas. Super smart, intelligent black lady. And she like told them like a story about like either like, you know, like being like a, a lifter or a leaner and like told it like super funny way and like challenged all of them. And then like was like going around the room talking, like asking them questions, mm-hmm. getting the students engaged. She was hell funny. I mean, obviously she's a professional speaker, but yeah, yeah it was fantastic. That's and I, I was like, it, the, the kids were super excited. There's like almost like, I would say almost probably almost 150 kids that came Shout to the presentation. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like, damn, good. Like mm-hmm. it's tight. Yeah. So, uh, and like, yeah, just doing, doing good, you know, using their powers for good. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. If you got any shout outs you want to give? No. Just usual to Schwinn and PJ for always listening, you know. Oh yeah, salute to PJ. You know what? I got a shout out for another listener, former guest Bill Chan. Uh, he hit, hit us up. He hit, yeah, yeah, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got you know it's a little thing working, but uh, you know, salute to you, Bill, for listening too. He, he was like, oh, last week's episode was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. all of our listeners out there, yeah, as yeah. always, yeah. share, share, share us with a friend. Yeah, but yeah, PJ, you know, you need photography, like portraits. His studio work is fantastic. He did our studio stuff. Yeah. So holla at your boy, PJ Saloon. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, always, you can request a song or leave a question for us mm-hmm. uh, by calling us at 775-800-9153. That's 775-800-9153. Um, I will right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, leave a voicemail, leave mm-hmm. a message. And we'll play your song, yeah. you know, at some point. You can mm-hmm. even leave, like, a, a, t- a text message. Yeah. You have an event in April, right? Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. April 2nd in the Madame Museum of Art. Spoken mm-hmm. Views kicks off National Poetry Month uh, with a show. Uh, more t- details will be forthcoming, but uh, we will have local and a special guest poet. Yeah, then uh, Pitch Black is going to have a gallery, Lucky to be a live art show. Mm-hmm. Coming on March the weekend of St. Patty's Day. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we're going to come shit talking some more next week. <laughs> we'll be back soon. Yeah. Uh, more new episodes, but until then, enjoy the crazy you know, northern Nevada spring weather where it might you know, be 70 one day and snow two days later. Yeah, so this is Adela Photo signing out. Don't forget to uh, respect each other, friends. Peace. Salute.